Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the March 7th, 2017 edition of Season 4 of The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation now that we're in playoff season on Sunday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. Or you can like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Starting tomorrow night, the trophies from Crown Trophy of Brooklyn will be handed out to all of the champions of the Yeshiva League, but you can have them as well. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. No matter how busy they'll be, over the next three weeks making the trophies for all of the champions of the Yeshiva League, they'll always have time for you. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official analyst, but most of all, like you, a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to The Court Report, a... a action-packed week. We are knee-deep into the Yeshiva League playoffs. we got Saracek coming up. We've got a lot to discuss uh, for uh, JV basketball playoffs uh, last night. We had several hockey games last night over the last week. Uh, several of the girls' leagues are already up to their championships. We have a lot to discuss tonight, so let's just dive right in. We're going to start out tonight's show with JV Hockey, just to catch you up on where things were left after the last week. East 1 DRS taking a 2-0 win over West 4 SAR, and West 2 Frisch taking a 5-1 win over East 3 Hank to set up one semifinal matchup, DRS and Frisch. We'll give you a preview of that game, which is actually happening in a few minutes from now. Going to the two games that happened this last week, though, the bottom bracket in the two. West 1 TABC, East 4 Flatbush. Teams last meeting up, by, in the playoffs, teams last meeting up three years ago, TABC taking a 7-2, I believe it was a 7-1 win over Flatbush. Uh, I was uh, coach of the uh, the Flatbush JV team at that time. Uh, not a uh, not a proud game, but that TABC team would eventually go on to win the uh, JV championship that year, and that was the same team that won the varsity championship last year. This game, TABC got out to an early lead within the opening minutes of the game on a goal from Akiva Hain to make it one to nothing. Sally Laniato would stand tall in the Flatbush net for the duration of the first, though, despite a bevy of shots from TABC to keep Flatbush within a shot from tying the contest. To start the second period, though, it would be TABC capitalizing on an Avram Gelman goal opening the lead up to 2 nothing In the third, TABC would add insurance and salt the game away on goals by Ben Englander and Ellie Schiff. Flatbush would finally get on the board late on a Momo Goldman goal in front of the net, but it would be too little too late as TABC advanced, knocking off the Falcons 4-1. to So who would they face now? Well, that would be decided in our next contest, the final contest of the first round, between East 2 Hafter and West 3 Ramaz. 
this game happening in Hafter. Hafter opened up the scoring with two quick goals in the opening minutes of the game. Ramaz would fire back at the opposite end of the period, getting a goal in the final 10 seconds of the first from Eddie Caton to cut the Hafter lead to one. Hafter, however, would make sure to keep the game in their control, scoring in the second and again on a Ben Schreiber power play goal in the third to ice the game in favor of the Hawks 4-1. to So we would now have our two semifinal contests. Game happening tonight, DRS and Frisch. This is a rematch of last year's JV Championship game where DRS won 3-1. to A goaltending classic between Jakey Friedman and Charlie Freilich, both of whom have now moved up to the varsity level, making way for DRS's Akiva Arie and the combination of Isaac Markovich and Gilad Holter, respectively, for Frisch. These two teams also met earlier this year to a 1-1 draw in DRS. Caleb Pollan scoring for the Wildcats early in the first, Sammy Voldarski tying it right up for Frisch only a few minutes later. Rest assured, the game tonight will not end in a draw. We will have a winner. That game can be seen tonight at 7.30. Uh, you can probably go uh, to a DRS's YouTube site, but make sure to do that after you listen to the rest of the court report. The other game, the winner of that game, will take on the winner of West 1 TABC hosting East 2 Hafter. That game will happen next Monday night. The two teams last met last year in the regular season with Hafter taking a 3-2 victory in Hafter. All eyes will turn to New Jersey for this one, where the two teams have not met in the playoffs since the 2011-2012 season amid TABC's sixth straight JV championship run. The Storm have not been to the JV finals in two years since the close of that run. Hafter's last JV finals appearance, I believe it was the last time they won it back in 2008. Either way, one of these two teams will be back in the finals and they will face either DRS or Frisch. We'll be ready to give you a preview of that contest next week, right here on the Court Report. Just an interesting tidbit before we move on from this. Uh, That is, uh, no matter who wins these games, we will have a rematch of a contest from the regular season. TABC met up with both Frisch, obviously Frisch is in their division, and met up with DRS at the end of the year. Uh, and so did Hafter. Hafter obviously facing DRS, who was in their division, and started off their season with a game against Frisch. So we'll have something to draw upon on our road to the championship. That will be March 19th, uh, time to be determined. Moving on to varsity hockey, we finished out the last bit of the quarterfinals, uh, not the quarterfinals, the first round this past week, just to give you a recap of where things stood at the end of last week. Rombaum, the East 3 team, beating up on North Shore 6-1 to one, uh, to move on to the, quarter, to the quarterfinals. Also moving on to the quarterfinals from the East, Flatbush defeating Hank 10-3. to three. Flatbush, the East 5 team, uh, moving on. In the West, we had TABC taking the 3-2 win over MTA. TABC, the West 3 seed, MTA, the West 6 seed, which left the only contest, JEC, the West 5 seed, and Ramaz, the West 4 seed. That game happening in Ramaz this past week. We'll start off with the last game, JEC at Ramaz. Ramaz 
swept the regular season series, winning a few weeks ago in Ramaz 4-3 in overtime, taking the second game in JEC last week 2-0 to earn the home game in this matchup. JEC would start off the scoring in this one with a goal by Natal Kramer to put the Thunder up 1-0. Ramaz would answer back midway through the second period to not the game at 1. Six minutes later, however, the Thunder would answer back on a goal by Alicia Schmutter that would stand as the game winner. Kramer would end an empty netter for the 3-1 final with JEC moving on to face DRS in tomorrow night's quarterfinal. Speaking of the quarterfinals, moving on to the one quarterfinal that happened this past week, Hafter and TABC. For these two, this would be the fourth time that the two teams would have met up in the past two years. The first contest happening last year in the regular season in Hafter. That one, a 3-2 overtime win for TABC, which would set up the eventual showdown for the championship game that the two would play. Also, a 3-2 final. Both games being decided on a Yair Noller goal. Again, the one in Hafter in overtime, the one in Lawrence Middle School with a about two and a half minutes remaining. This year, only about two weeks ago, the two teams would meet up in TABC, TABC drubbing Hafter 5-1. to one. That would set up this contest tonight, or sorry, this contest this past week, where the two would play in a knockdown dragout contest in Hafter. Again, Hafter, East 2, having a buy into the second round. TABC, West 3, having to defeat MTA, to get to this point. This would be the first time that Hafter would enter one of these contests as the higher seed. It would not help on the scoreboard early, as TABC would get on the board first with an Ephraim Tiger goal to give the visitors a 1-0 lead. TABC would match the Hawks the rest of the way, and after killing off a 4-on-2 power play, it seemed as if the Storm were destined to walk out with a victory. But with 11 seconds left in the third period, the tide would turn as the Hawks frantically put the pressure on the TABC net, scoring in the closing seconds of the game to send it to overtime. The first overtime would not settle the scores. Hafter's illogical Laubach and TABC's Solly Weiser went toe-to-toe, keeping the game knotted at one. It would not stay knotted much longer. Off the opening faceoff for the second overtime, Hafter controlled the ball in their defensive zone. An errant clear hit another Hafter player and bounced right to TABC's Zach Rothenberg, who fired the ball into the Hafter net for the TABC 2-1 overtime victory. The win now sends the defending champions into the semifinals, where they awaited the winner of last night's contest between Frisch and Flatbush. Taking you back to two years ago, these very two teams, Flatbush and Frisch, met up in Frisch uh, in the JV quarterfinals, with Frisch walking away with a 2-0 victory uh, this time around. It would be a little more than that from the get-go. Frisch took a 3-0 lead in the first seven minutes of the first period on two goals by Yehuda Brin and one by Max Strolowitz to bust open the game in Frisch's favor. Joey Habert would score for Flatbush three minutes into the third period, but Frisch would score twice in a one-minute span midway through the period to ice the game, sending the Cougars onto the semis with a 5-2 victory. So, we will have a Route 4 rivalry matchup, with West 1 Frisch hosting West 3 TABC in one of the semifinals. The uh, two games this year that these two teams played, very, very, very interesting. The first game that they played... A 1-0 overtime victory. That game in TABC, the 1-0 overtime victory for Frisch. That on a Mori Bauer goal about 
12 seconds into the extra period. The other game that these two teams played, that game being in Frisch, a 4-2 win for Frisch over TABC. So Frisch sweeping the season series, but TABC making a battle of it and looking to do the same when these two meet up sometime over the next week. Uh, Going to imagine that if that game is not tomorrow night, that the game will be played probably next Monday night. Uh, So we will have that for you right here on the court report. On the other end of things, going back to the other game that happened last night, Rambam and SAR, West 2 SAR, meeting up and hosting East 3 Rambam. These two teams also meeting up two years ago, this time in the JV Championship game. We all remember that one, the barn burner, 13 goals scored between the two, a 7-6 SAR victory over Rambam, giving SAR the JV Championship that year. They would get close in goals uh, this time around again, but uh, the game itself would not be as close. Rambam jumped out to an early lead on a Harry Tannen goal, but SAR would score three times in the first and never look back with the score 5-3 to three heading into the third period. SAR would score three more in the final frame to advance to the semifinals with an 8-3 win. Gordy Kolb and Solomon Freilish, the poster boys of the championship win over Rambam two years ago, each finishing with a hat trick. So SAR once again moving on to the semifinals. This time they won't have to deal with Hafter, uh, thankfully for them, uh, as they have uh, run into the wall of Hafter for the last two years uh, as as we uh, recount how uh, how magical those games were again two years ago with that quadruple overtime game between the two, and last year the um, the the really good matchup that uh, you know went didn't really go as far, but still a phenomenal game. Instead, they will await the winner of tomorrow night's contest between East One DRS and West 5 JEC. Ironically, this year in the uh, Yeshiva League Varsity Hockey Playoffs, no uh, no four-seed teams won. Both uh, sides saw uh, the fifth-seeded teams defeat the fourth-seeded teams. As we said, Flatbush facing Frisch, and uh, with Frisch winning that. And now DRS and JEC, the battle of two of the top netminders in the game, arguably the uh, top varsity, the top senior goalie Jason Silverstein for JEC and the top junior goaltender for DRS, that being Jakey Friedman. Jakey Friedman uh, and the uh, DRS crew putting together phenomenal statistics this year. Um, looking, they, they, they are the favorites with the game being uh, tomorrow night in the greenhouse. Uh, but we will see what happens, and we will report this to you next week right here on the Court Report. Uh, the, uh, whoever wins that game, if JEC wins that game, the game will be in the rink in Riverdale. If DRS wins that game, it'll be the greenhouse in uh, Cedarhurst, or Woodmere, really, that sees semifinal action. Uh, would be something if DRS and SAR were to meet up. These two have a uh, ton of history. And uh, they've uh, we've already seen several uh, playoff games this year over the span of the three or four leagues that have featured these two. Again, uh, we will talk about one of those games when we get to basketball, the two teams meeting up in varsity basketball this past Wednesday night. 
But again, SAR moving on, along with Frisch and TABC, we have three West teams moving on. JEC will either make it a clean sweep of the West over the East, or DRS will be the lone East survivor. We know we will have one West participant in the championship, and that being on Sunday, March 19th, in Lawrence Middle School. Once again, you are listening to The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Moving over to basketball now, a big packed weekend for basketball, where we will also include, again, a Sarachek rundown. Starting off in girls sports, though, starting out in girls A, catching you up to speed as to where we are in Girls A. Three quarterfinals done last week, one this past week. Flatbush and Hillel uh, faced off two weeks ago. Flatbush taking that 57-33, so East 1 Flatbush moving on to face West 2 Frisch, who defeated Ramaz 35-28. to We'll get to that recap in a second. East 2 Central defeated West 3 Mayanote 53-48, to where they will now move on to take on the winner of the final first-round quarterfinal game this past week, SAR, dropping Heschel 58-25. SAR, the Western Division champions at 11-1 this past year. They will take on Central. They took on Central last night. We will get to that recap in a second. First, starting off at the top of the bracket, Flatbush and Frisch. Flatbush held leads of up to 8 in the second half and 5 entering the final quarter of play in this contest. Frisch, though, would battle all the way back to take a one-point lead with under a minute to go, their first lead since the early minutes of the contest. With the score at 49-48 Frisch, Marlene Levy would be sent to the line for the Falcons with 23 seconds to go where she would nail both to give Flatbush the 50-49 lead. In the ensuing Frisch possession, Samantha Shabbat would record the steal and the Falcons ran the clock down until about 13 seconds remaining before the Cougars managed to foul Sarah Horowitz. Horowitz would miss both free throws and Frisch would get an opportunity with the clock winding down. Again, it would be the Flatbush defense coming up big as Shabbat forced a Frisch turnover with under four seconds to go. But Flatbush would turn the ball over on the inbounds play, giving the Cougars one final try with 2.3 seconds left on the clock. This time, it would be Judy Blanca coming up big as the Falcon senior wound up with the inbounds, running out the clock for the 50-49 Flatbush win, sending them to the finals. Who they would face would be decided last night with West 1 SAR and East 2 Central doing battle in SAR. Now, as I was waiting for the Rambam SAR game, uh, hockey game, to start uh, last night, got the chance to check in a little bit on this game, and to be honest, it really was not close from the outset. SAR taking it to Central, winding up with the 55-24 to victory. Game really wasn't even that close, as uh, I, I, don't even, I don't remember the score, but it's something like 40-18 to at the half. SAR really dominating, really showing why they were the top team in the West by a long shot. Uh, so it will be SAR and Frisch, sorry, SAR and Flatbush doing battle tomorrow night in the Girls uh, A Varsity Championship. SAR, the Sting, looking to repeat 32-31 winners over Frisch last year. Flatbush, the East 1 uh, East One Division champion, uh, as we said, as we've noted all the way uh, since the beginning losing their first two games of the year. 
managing to take their next 12, if you include the quarterfinals and the semifinals. So Flatbush really hitting their stride. They're going to need it for SAR, you know, to in order to overcome SAR, who've just been so dominant. Again, this team, the JV champions two years ago. For Flatbush, though, the second straight year that this junior class will be going to a final. Last year, as JV members, they went to the finals in SAR, losing to Frisch. So you will have experience on both sides of the floor. The question is, will SAR's experience at winning a championship two years ago mean more to the team than the Flatbush Juniors, uh, who who uh, did their uh, best uh, in a losing effort last year? Uh, we will find out tomorrow night. I believe this game will take place at 8 o'clock. Let me just check in order to confirm that. I know that the uh, JV game, which we will talk about very shortly, will be at 6.30. This game will take place, um, it says, sorry, it says the JV game will take place at 6 o'clock. Varsity game will begin a half hour after the conclusion of the JV game. So you can imagine that it will probably be sometime around 7.30 or 8 o'clock tomorrow night in TABC. Moving over to Girls Varsity B now. We already told you last week about Breweria's win over Mag and David. Breweria the two seed defeating Mag and David the three seed. Who they will face in the championship game was decided last night in the battle between the division champion SKA and for Elon. SKA coming into this game undefeated and they sure did leave this game undefeated taking the 34-21 win over Elon sending them to yet another championship game between SKA and Breweria. The two teams have met for... Uh, it seems like the last several years, especially uh, for as far back as we've been covering this on the court report. So again, SKA and Breweria, SKA taking the two meetings that these two teams played this year, giving Breweria their only two losses uh, on their 10-2 and record. The only two teams in the league to go double digits in terms of wins will be meeting up, and I guess that's uh, it's appropriate. The date and time uh, and location for that game has yet to be determined. I'm sure we'll find that out soon, as that game will probably take place over the next week. It probably will be on the other side of the Purim break. One can imagine it will probably take place, I I would assume, next Tuesday or Wednesday night. So stay tuned for the court report, and we will bring you more information as to the girls' Varsity B Championship game. Again, SKA and Brewery are doing battle. SKA, uh, the defending champs for... I can't even. I don't even have any, as much information for how far back it's gone for SKA. I know that for the uh, at the very least for the last two years that we've been covering uh, girls beyond the court report, SKA has been the champions, and Bruria has been at the losing end of both of those. With Bruria looking to uh, finally come back and take one, we will see if they can do it when the two meet up in the girls varsity B championship game. We're going to finish off girls basketball, moving over to girls JV, just to catch you up to date on what has gone on. Again, six teams making the playoffs in girls JV. Uh, over in one bracket, East 2 Ramaz falling to West 3 Mayanote. In the other bracket, West 2 SAR defeating East 3 Central. Setting up the semifinal contest, we told you last week about Frisch topping Mayanote in the uh, the third game of the three-game set that the two teams played this past year. Frisch moving on to the finals. Who they would play was set up this past week when West number 2 SAR, a thorn in Frisch's side all year, 
met up with East number 1 Hank, the Eastern Division champions. SAR started off the game well, taking an early 13-2 lead, only to see Hank storm back with a 14-1 run of their own. Game remained tight until midway through the third quarter, when Bella Ingber made a couple of big three-pointers for SAR. Hank made another comeback in the fourth quarter, but fell short. Ingber would lead all scores with 18 points. Rita Fader added 12 in the win. Hank was led by Serena Joseph with 14, and Daniela Rothman with 10 points. So this now sets up another game, the rubber match between West 1 Frisch and West 2 SAR. SAR now goes from one 9-1 and one team to another as they will play division rival Frisch Cougars in the girls' JV Finals tomorrow night. The two teams split their regular season meetings, each taking the games on their home court. This time, it will be a neutral court to decide the matter as the Cougars look to take their second straight JV championship. The Sting, however, stand in their way, looking to avenge last year's JV semifinal loss and pick up where the boys' JV teams fell short over the last two years in defeating Frisch for a JV crown. Again, that game will be tomorrow night, Wednesday, March 8th at 6.30 in TABC. So looking forward to that one. Again, the two teams splitting their regular season contest. We've talked to you all year about how SAR and Frisch really tied at the hip. And this championship game will be the deciding factor between the two teams going into the remainder of the school year. Moving over to boys basketball now. We're going to start off with JV basketball. Now, boys JV basketball actually did something really interesting. All four of the quarterfinal matchups took place last night. Before we get there, let's uh, just give you a recap as to where all the uh, all the brackets lie. Talked to you last week about the upset between YDE and DRS. East six YDE upsetting East three DRS forty nine to forty seven. East four Hank downing East five North Shore sixty to fifty five. Those two advancing out of the East. We also discussed. West 5 JEC's upset of SAR 58 to 55. The final remaining first round game happened a uh, little past the our uh, I think it was last Tuesday night during our show and that was MTA the West 3 seed downing Heschel 58 to 32 to punch the final ticket into the quarterfinals. So the four quarterfinals games last night looked like this in the top half of the bracket. West 1 TABC facing off against East 6 YDE. East 2 Hafter hosting West 3 MTA. The bottom half of the bracket. East 1 Mag and David hosting West 5 JEC. West 2 Frisch hosting East 4 Hank. Starting out all the way at the top. YDE looking to keep pushing the Cinderella run. Unfortunately for them, clock ran out and the uh, clock struck midnight, as the as the old adage goes. TABC uh, dominant all year, only taking one loss on the year. Would not be another one to YDE. 54 to 37 victory for TABC to advance onto the semifinals. Who they will face in the semifinals also determined last night in the closest matchup of the uh, of the semifinal games of all the semifinal games. Hafter taking out MTA. 60 to 52. So the Hafter Hawks returning to the JV uh, basketball semifinals. They will take on TABC. Just like we talked a few minutes ago about DRS and SAR and a budding rivalry, TABC and Hafter also meeting up in yet another. Uh, playoff contest. Again, we spoke last. Uh, we spoke about uh, the uh, 
JV hockey, sorry, the varsity hockey game that these two teams played. JV hockey also getting in on the action, and now JV basketball as well. Uh, who will come out of that semifinal game with supremacy in JV basketball? We'll find out over the next few days, probably early next week, as their championship isn't until March 25th. So, uh, excuse me, March 26th. So we will have quite a bit of time to figure that one out. Who uh, who would come out of the other bracket? Well, uh, East won Mag and David, having a uh, punching a return trip to the semifinals with a 78-57 win over upstart JEC, the West 5th seed. So, Mag and David, going back to the semifinals, who they would face would come down to uh, to the West 2-East 4 matchup between Frisch and Hank. That happened in Frisch last night. The two teams would be tied at 5 three minutes into the game, but Hank would never get that close again. Frisch held leads of 11 and 16 at the end of the first and second, respectively, and would not see the lead dip below 20 after the 2.40 mark of the third period. So Frisch taking the 75-40 to 40 win over Hank to move on to the semifinals where they will meet up with East 1 Mag and David, a rematch of last year's semifinal in Frisch where Frisch won 59-33 to 33 a route en route to their championship victory against SAR. This time, though, the game will be in Mag and David in Brooklyn. Both teams this year holding the same record going into this game, but one will have their second loss and a trip home at the end with the winner heading to YU on March 26th. So stay tuned. We'll have... Uh, we have Chalk going into the semifinals again. West 1 TABC hosting East 2 Hafter. East 1 Mag and Dave and hold, uh, hosting West 2 Frisch with the winners to move on to the championship game at Yeshiva University on March 26th. Time to be determined. Uh, we'll let you know exactly when those uh, games are. Uh, if they have already been played by next Tuesday night, we'll give you recaps of those games leading into the finals. If not, we will give you a preview and let you know exactly when those games will be as we continue our uh, trip down to the championship Sunday. We're going to finish up the Yeshiva League portion of our show with Varsity Basketball. Then we're going to uh, tail that into the Sarachek Review, just to catch you up to date on what's gone on in the Yeshiva League. First round of the playoffs, East 3 Flappers defeating East 6 after 66-52, Rambam, the East 4 seed, overcoming Hank, 43-42. Again, that of one of the massive comebacks that happened two weeks ago. SAR defeating Kushner, 58-40. The West 3 seed moving on. And the West 4 seed, MTA, toppling West 5 seed, TABC, by 123-22. Setting up four quarterfinal matchups. Three of those, will ha- one is happening tonight. Two will happen tomorrow night. One happened this past week. The only one happening this past week, East 2 DRS hosting West number 3 SAR. Defending champion DRS, West 3 SAR. Uh, these participants, uh, part of the last two uh, JV championship 
games. Uh, again, the exact squad two years ago and the juniors involved in it last year. DRS, the host team for this contest. DRS controlled the opening quarter, keeping SAR off the board for the first seven minutes, building an 8 nothing lead in the process before... SAR scored their first two points. Ben Leichtung would answer the score with his third three-pointer of the quarter, amassing nine of DRS's points in an 11-5 first quarter score. In the second, DRS would open up a 10-point lead before Hank Stein would drop five by himself, including a big three from the corner to cut the deficit in half at 18-13. DRS would go on a three-minute scoring drought, and SAR would cut the deficit to three. On a Sammy Sokol free throw with two seconds to go, it looked as if SAR would have the momentum going into the half. But on the ensuing inbounds, a long pass from Josh Hurt wound up in the hands of Svika Septimus, who launched a two-handed heave from about 30 feet out that found the bottom of the net to give the Wildcats a 21-15 lead going into the halftime break. In the second half, the scoring would open up. DRS would again open up a double-digit lead, only to see SAR close it down to within four. With 23 seconds to go in the third, the Sting finally got themselves back in striking distance, with DRS nursing a 39-37 lead on a bucket by Daniel Wazotsky for two of his 16 points on the night. DRS would have the ball, and with the clock winding down, it would wind up in the hands again of Svika Septimus, who again launched a long-range three that found the bucket as time expired on the quarter, and DRS was back up by five heading into the final frame. Three minutes into the quarter, SAR had cut the lead back down to one on a three from Stein at 47-46, and another from Yair Slasky that banked off the glass and in to tie the game at 51 a minute later but Ben Leichtung would answer back with a three of his own. The well would then run dry for SAR from there on out, only scoring one point a Wazowski free throw in the final 332 of the game. Leichtung would lay it in for two, Septimus another, Hurt with two, and then six straight free throws to ice the game with the final score of 66-52 DRS. The win avenges the last two years for the junior class at DRS, who have lost to SAR in the playoffs for each of the two years prior. Gideon Valinsky of DRS, as he has done all year, leading the Wildcats in the win with 25 points, 11 from the charity stripe out of 13 attempts. DRS will now await the winner of the Rambam-Heschel game tomorrow night. Rambam and Heschel will do battle in Heschel. Heschel coming off of Saracek this past weekend and their uh, several games will meet Rambam fresh from their game last week against Hank. Will the off-time benefit Rambam? We'll get into exactly what happened with Heschel in the last couple of days, and we'll see why Rambam maybe does have a chance more than people would give them. Also happening tomorrow night, YDE and MTA, the East 1 YDE team, hosting West 4 MTA. They'll take on the winner of Frisch Flatbush, that game happening tonight. We chronicled last week about Frisch and Flatbush and their early matchup in the regular season, how Flatbush really got their season started on a a what could what could really be viewed as an upset win over Frisch. The two meeting tonight. The winner of that will meet up with, again, the winner of YDE and MTA in the semifinals. The winner of uh, DRS and Heschel Rambam and the winner of that other semifinal will meet up in Yeshiva University on the campus of Yeshiva University at the Max Stern Athletic Center on March 25th for the Varsity Basketball Championship. 
Stay tuned for next week on the Court Report, where we will have a recap of the three other quarterfinal games occurring, and we will have a preview of the upcoming semifinal matchups. Before we get into our Sarachek preview, let's actually take a chance to look at the national top 25 for last week with the games through March 1st. Frisch holding on to the number one spot with five first place votes. Milliken moving up into the two spot with four first place votes after last week's game over Shalhevet, who moves down to number three. Shalhevet participating in the Sarachek tournament. We'll get to that in just a second. Heschel dropping from two to four right behind Shalhevet. Have it. SAR at the 6th spot, DRS at the 9, Flatbush at 10, MTA at 13, YDE at 14, TABC at 15, Rambam at 16, so Rambam finally getting that jump up, but the Yeshiva League taking the 13 through 16 spots in the in the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 at 18 is Hank, 21 Hafter. And that looks to be about it from the Yeshiva League. So we have Frisch at 1, Heschel at 4, SAR at 6, DRS at 9, Flatbush at 10, MTA at 13, YDE 14, TABC 15, Rambam 16, Hank 18, and Hafter at 21. Several of those teams out. The team's still in. Again, Frisch at 1, Heschel at 4, DRS at 9, Flatbush at 10, MTA at 13, YDE 14, Rambam at 16. The rest of the Yeshiva League teams in the top 25 have all been eliminated. Some of those teams that have been eliminated, like SAR, participated in the Sarachek tournament, so they still have a shot to move up or down, depending on what we tell you about what happened at Sarachek. If you're a Yeshiva League basketball fan, this time of the year actually is the most exciting time for you. Generally, the Sarachek tournament occurs later on, mostly after the Yeshiva League championship, but because of the setup of the holidays, how Purim pushes everything an extra week, and the championship occurring on the 25th, nobody really wanting to run into the hockey championships, the Sarachek tournament happened this past week, probably the earliest it's been in a long time. I don't know if it's maybe the earliest it's ever been. But this past week, starting on this past Thursday, 20 teams converged on the Max Stern Athletic Center at Yeshiva University for the 26th annual Red Sarachek Memorial Tournament. Uh, those 20 teams, in order, in their seeds, uh, number one, Frisch, number two, Heschel, number three, Shalhevet, number four, the SAR Sting, number five, the Valley Torah Wolfpack, number six, the Cats, formerly Weinbaum Yeshiva High School Storm, seven, the Cooper Max, 8, the host MTA Lions, 9, the Eula Panthers, 10, the Rajni Warriors, 11, the Shek Hill Lions, 12, Orhachayim Knights, 13, Fuchs Mayhem, 14th, Maimonides of Boston, MCATs, 15, the Kushner Cobras, 16, the Ida Crown Aces, 17, Hebrew Academy of Montreal Heat, 18, the Hillel Pittsburgh Heat, 19, the Kohelet Kings, and 20, the Harkham Lions. Now again, as we mentioned over the last few weeks, the uh, the seedings and the Yeshiva League team selecting drawing various criticism uh, for the inclusion of some and the exclusion of others. But over the four-day period, the uh, five, I think it's five, Frisch, Heschel, SAR, MTA, and Kushner, the five Yeshiva League teams uh, held themselves out uh, out very, very well and did extremely well 
over the uh, over the four days representing the Yeshiva League. Just how well they did. Well, we'll get into that as we go through the scores. We'll start off with Thursday scores. We'll start off with the Tier 2 qualifiers. Uh, this one, uh, these mostly went as expected. You had number 13, Fuchs, defeating number 20, Harkham, 57-27. to You had 14, Maimonides, defeating 19, Kohelet, 62-29. to uh, number 15, Kushner, the Yeshiva League representative, uh, the lone Yeshiva League uh, representative in the Tier 2 qualifier, taking on Hill of Pittsburgh, defeating them 50-32. to High score for that game was uh, was Kobe Stadmauer with 14 points. Sam Bernstein and Gabe Plotzker both finished with 10 in the victory for Kushner. So they would move on, as would... Ida Crown, the 16th seed, beating up on Hebrew Academy of Montreal, 61 to 47. Now, just so you, I mean, just to describe what the Sarachek tournament is, it's it's amazing in that not only is it really one tournament, not only is it really two, but it's really four tournaments in one. Because the losers, uh, the bottom losers of the Tier Two qualifier, go down to Tier Four, and they have their own tournament. Then when you get to um, when you get to day, to, I think when you get to Sunday, you sort of ha- also parsed out tier two and tier three. Um, we will get to that in a second. Let's take you to the tier one qualifiers again. The top four seeds in the tournament: Frisch, Heschel, Shalhevet, and Sar, all getting buys into day two, the Friday of the tournament. Uh, the Tier 1 qualification, however, would see the following matchups. You would see Katz taking on Sheck Hillel in a uh, in a Florida battle. Barely Katz barely holding on 52-51 to 51 to move on to the Tier 1 quarterfinals. Also moving on to the Tier 1 quarterfinals, an upset. Rajji defeating Cooper 55-46. to 46. Ben Tal uh, really dominating that game. Uh, turning on a 33-point effort. Um, also joining them would be Host MTA. Uh, Host MTA defeating Eula in another uh, low-scoring contest, 31-24. to MTA stifling defense, holding Eula to just four points in the second half after Eula opened up a 20-10 lead after the first 16 minutes of play. Also joining the uh, the Tier 1 quarterfinals, Valley Torah defeating Orha Chaim 48-30, the 5 seed over the 12 seed. So the four teams moving on into the Tier 1 qualifiers for Friday, as we mentioned, would be Valley Torah, Katz, MTA, and Rashji. Let's sort of set up the Tier 1 bracket, and then we'll move down to the Tier uh, to the tier. Through tier two, tier three, and tier four. Tier one bracket on Friday would see the inclusion, as we said, of three Yeshiva League teams. Starting out with Frisch. Frisch and MTA would do battle. Frisch, the one seed, MTA, the eight seed, the top seeded Cougars, rolling into the tier one semifinals with a 46 to 21 victory. Uh, Sam Fishman, Jack Stepner, and Josh Dukas all combining for 24 points, all with 8 points. Isaac Lafer, 
with eight assists to lead Frisch into the Tier 1 semifinals. MTA not scoring until third, 1 minute and 30 seconds remaining in the first quarter. By that point, it was already long gone for Frisch. Also moving on with them, number 2 Heschel, but not until a nail-biter needing overtime for a 1-point victory over Raji. Heschel taking a one-point lead, uh, technically taking a three-point lead within Harlan Rice three-pointer, uh, being cut uh, to one by Ben Tal. Uh, is Formas three at the buzzer rimmed out, giving the uh, giving the Heat the advancement to the Tier One semifinals. Uh, also joining them. In a, uh, in a in a nice victory, I got the chance to see some of this game. Number three, Shal Hevet, defeating number six, Katz Weinbaum, formerly Weinbaum Yeshiva High School, 49-39. to And the final entrant, SAR, another Yeshiva League team taking a victory as uh, they were led in uh, scoring by, um, by sophomore Judah Oppenheimer with, I believe, 19 points on their road to victory defeating Valley Torah by the score of 40-37. to 37. So, three Yeshiva League teams of the four in Tier 1. Obviously, you can only get three at most because Frisch was going to be facing MTA, so one of those teams would lose. Uh, so, you, you really can't uh, look at that and say a bad showing by Yeshiva League team right there as one had to win, one had to lose. The only other Yeshiva League team to lose on the day would be Kushner, losing 39-35 to 35 to Cooper. Uh, the 17 Cooper in the Tier 2 qualifiers. Also involved in the Tier 2 qualifiers and winning on uh, on Friday was Maimonides, the 14th seed, beating Shaq Hillel, 57-46. Then you had Fuchs, the 13th seed, beating Orha Chaim, 59-54. Ida Crown, 16, topping Eula, 42-39, the 16th seed, really making a showing of it. So... The loser of those Tier 2 qualifier games would go to Tier 3. So, we already mentioned how the Tier 4 qualifiers were. We mentioned that Tier 4 would be Hebrew Academy of Montreal, would be Harkham, Kohelet, and uh, Hillel. The, the bottom teams, 15, sorry, 16 through, sorry, 17 through 18, 17 through 20, I, I apologize, uh, 17 through 20 ended up in Tier 4. In Tier 3, would be the following four teams. It would be Shek Hillel. It would be Orha Chaim. It would be Yula uh, going to Tier 3 for, I believe, the first time ever. And would be Kushner all doing battle for Tier 3. Tier 2 would be the winners of those contests along with um, it would be the, sorry, the winner of those con- the winners of those contests. It would be Maimonides. It would be Fuchs. It would be Ida Crown. And would be Cooper fighting for Tier 2 uh, starting on Sunday. The Tier 4 semifinals took place on Saturday night. Uh, I had the uh, I had the benefit of calling one of these games a couple of years back, and it, it may not be the most entertaining night in terms of games because, you know, because of the participants, but it really does show the heart of many of them. I, I The game I called, I, I don't even remember at this point, I believe it was Akiva versus... Uh, Hyman Brand. Um, it was, you know, it was a, a St. Louis Overland Park, Kansas matchup. 
And the fans really got into it. People were watching. And Max Live, you know, being a member of the Max Live crew for, for a night was an amazing, uh, amazing affair. Uh, Max Live doing an incredible job. Again, forgot to mention them as we started this. All the games were shown on Max Live. A, a really stand-up crew. They really take their job seriously. And they do an amazing job of production, broadcasting, the whole nine yards. Uh, getting... Uh, Getting a chance to sit down with them a couple of years back was a great education in, uh, in in broadcasting and production. They do everything soup to nuts and has off to them for another great event. And moving on to the Tier 4 t- semifinals that happened on Saturday night. Uh, Hebrew Academy of Montreal and Kohelet advancing. Hebrew Academy of Montreal taking a 43-41 win over Harkham. Kohelet a 58-27 win over Hillel of Pittsburgh. So the Tier 4 uh, uh, excuse me. The tier four consolation game would be uh, twenty Harkham and eighteen Hill of Pittsburgh. That game would take place on Sunday night. That would come down to uh, a forty-one to thirty-four victory for Harkham uh, over Hillel of Pittsburgh. So Hillel of Pittsburgh being uh, the only team to go zero for four on their four games. Harkham taking third place in Tier 4. The uh, Tier 4 championship game would take place on Monday between Kohelet and Hebrew Academy of Montreal. That game would go to Kohelet, a 38-36 victory over the Hebrew Academy of Montreal. So Kohelet taking the Tier 4 championship. We will uh, get back to where they place in the overall standings when we uh, wrap up the rest of the show. The um, the rest of Sunday's matchups had Tier 1, Tier 2, and Tier 3. Starting out in Tier 3, the Tier 3 semifinals. Winners of those games would be Eula with a 42-36 win over Orha Chaim. So Eula would advance to another championship, albeit a Tier 3 championship on Championship Monday. Their, uh, their opponent would be number 15, Kushner, Yeshiva League squad, defeating Hillel, uh, Shaq Hillel, 53-36 after a 22-5 fourth quarter. Uh, they were down 34-31, one, 30, one minute into the fourth, and then erupted on a 22-2 run for a 53-36 victory. Um, it was an amazing event, and uh, it would propel Kushner into the tier three championship game which would was played sorry which was played yesterday. That game would not go Kushner's way. Eula winning tier three with a thirty-six to twenty-seven victory over the Kushner Cobras. So uh Kushner going two and two on the event, losing in the tier three championship of positive showing for the Kushner Cobras, the fifteen seed taking tier three second place. Taking tier three third place would be Orhachayim with a 47-46 win over Shaq Hillel. Moving on to Tier 2, going back to Sunday, the Tier 2 semifinal games between Ida Crown and Fuchs. And Ida Crown, the 16th seed, continuing their Cinderella story with a 59-44 victory over Fuchs. They would get their chance to to play for a championship, uh, and they would end up facing Cooper, who dominated Maimonides 71-38. Maimonides and, and Fuchs would meet up yesterday in the Tier 2 consolation game. That game, sorry, well, more known as a Tier 2 third place game, that game a nail-biter. Fuchs upending Maimonides 51-49 to for the Tier 2 third place game, the Tier 2 championship 
though, would go to Ida Crown. Yes, that's right, folks. A 16 seed ending up with a Tier 2 championship. So a 16 seed definitely defying expectations, uh, taking home a championship. Congratulations to Ida Crown. Uh, going back to Tier One, the Tier Two, the Tier One console. Sorry, well, I mean, we can yeah, we can go to the Tier One consolation bracket now. Tier One sort of divides itself into two into two mini brackets. The four losers of Friday's games go to the Tier One consolation game. The winners of the Tier One consolation games were Cats and uh, sorry, Cats and Valley Tora. Cats defeating Rashi forty five to thirty three. Valley Tora upending host MTA forty nine to thirty two. So. MTA and Rashi would meet up on Monday in the Tier 1 7th place game. The Tier 1 7th place game would end up going to to Rashi taking a 51 to 42 victory over MTA. So MTA winding up in 8th place, exactly where they were ranked. Uh, we'll get to uh, to how aptly teams were ranked in just a second. The other contest, the other Tier 1 Constellation contest, Valley Tora upending Cats 78-71, to a barn burner in overtime. So they would end up taking the fifth place game, uh, which is funny. The two teams actually finished exactly where it was expected to finish. Valley Tora, the five seed, Cats, the six seed. Um, moving over, moving back over to the um, to the first place, or so I should say, the Tier 1 uh, semifinals now on Sunday. Tier 1 semifinal games, we had two games featuring Yeshiva League teams. Uh, we had, we were guaranteed to have one Yeshiva League team as number 1 Frisch and number 4 SAR met up in the uh, in one Tier 1 semifinal. Now, we've chronicled the history between these two teams, uh, these two schools, really, uh, with the uh, Yeshiva League championship games that they've met up in JV and the the other tournament games that the teams have met up in. But uh, this one would come very close to topping them all. Frisch held a 12-point lead going into the third quarter. Uh, SAR coming all the way back uh, on a 13-2 run before a late Josh Dukas 3 and a Jack Stepner 2 to end up with Frisch winning a 44-42 contest over SAR, sending Frisch into the Tier 1 Championship game for the second t- for the third time, really, in the last four years, the second time in the last three. Other Tier 1 semifinal would see Yeshiva League, for the most part, Yeshiva League leading uh, for most of the season, Heschel, falling to Shalhevet 44-38. to Shalhevet, uh, late, finishing uh, finishing the game out, taking a 32-25 to lead into the fourth quarter. Heschel coming all the way back to, uh, I believe, uh, to uh, to to make it very close. I think it was a a uh, one point lead for Shalhevet at one point, but Shalhevet turning it back into a five point lead and bringing it to its conclusion with a four to four to thirty eight victory over Heschel, sending Heschel and Sar to the Tier 1 third-place game yesterday. And that game would go to Heschel, a 46-31 to win over SAR. Congratulations to Heschel for the Tier 1 third-place finish. Uh, now, uh, as we mentioned before, it could not, it may not bode well for them heading into their game with Rambam tomorrow night. Heschel uh, will undoubtedly 
have some fatigue after playing over the last four games, uh, for the last four days. For SAR, it is actually the end of their season, as we mentioned. SAR taking the loss to DRS this past week. Another team that's going to have to deal with fatigue now will be the Frisch Cougars. Frisch and Shalhevet doing battle in a nail-biter in the Tier 1 championship. Uh, Shalhevet actually holding a lead going into the third quarter. The score was 34-33, a one-point lead. And it would end up coming down to two free throws by Frisch's Yisrael Solomon. To uh, to be the difference, um, though his two free throws uh, at a tie game with uh, just under 10 seconds to go lifted Frisch to the 49 to 47 victory. So Frisch, for the second time in the last three years, will take home the Tier One crown. As we uh, as we chronicled t- uh, two years ago, their win over Hafter with uh, the triple overtime game where uh, you had the whole situation Frisch holding the ball for one shot, letting the clock wind down. This was actually the first year, and I want to mention it because it made the event a little more interesting, the first year that a shot clock was introduced into the Sarachek tournament, and I think it made for a lot bigger drama. I think that uh, there were teams that weren't used to it, but got but got into it very quickly, and you, you didn't have the same stalling that you've seen in the past. A really great tournament uh, over uh, the last four days. I'm looking around to see if I can find the um, the uh, awardees, uh, as you would call them, for uh, for the event, and I'm not sure if they were on the site. So uh, maybe hopefully we'll get to them maybe next week. But uh, congratulations to all the victors. Just taking a look now at the final finish for all of the teams. And this is where we can compare how the teams finished to how they were set up. Top eight, for the most part, perfect. Frisch, uh, the one seed, finished at one. Shall have it. The three seed finished at two. Heschel, the two seed, finished at three. So they switched places. SAR, four. Uh, that was perfect. Valley, five. Perfect. Cat, six. That was perfect. Rashi pulling off the upset on on day one of Cooper to move from ten to seven. And MTA finishing at eight. The Tier 2 champion, number 9, starting out at 16, was Ida Crown, the biggest mover upward in terms of teams. Cooper, the 7th seed, finishing 10th. Fuchs, the 13th seed, moving up to finish 11th. And Mimo, the 14th seed, up, moving up to finish 12th. Uh, Eula, the, uh, I believe, the second biggest dropper, dropping from 9 to 13 as the Tier 3 champion. Kushner, doing better than expected, moving up 1 from 15 to 14. You had Orha Chaim dropping from 12 to 15. And Shek, the biggest dropper, from 11th to 16th. Kohelet, uh, the Tier 4 champion, from started at 17, finished at 17. Hebrew Academy uh, Miami. Uh, started off at 19 and finished at 18. Harkham started off at 20, finished at 19. Hillel started off at 18, finished at 20. Just a, a little uh, piece of Sarachek trivia. Because Ida Crown was a 16 seed, they started out in what would have been a Tier 3, Tier 4 position. They were the they become the only team other than a Tier 1 champion in Sarachek history to win all four games. So we had two teams, Frisch and Ida Crown, win four games. Uh, Frisch walking away with the Tier 1 championship with that. Ida Crown walking away with the Tier 2. Again, congratulations to all of the winners. 
Just wanted to give you a small update. The uh, Yeshiva University Roller uh, Hockey Maccabees, despite a less than stellar performance this past week at the ECRHA Division II Championships, have been selected for the Division II Nationals. You can uh, follow them uh, in Fort Myers uh, in, that, in the Nationals over the next few weeks. So congratulations to them. Thank you once again, folks, for tuning in to another episode of The Court Report. That about wraps up our show. Uh, With the Yeshiva League coming to a close over the next couple of weeks, we are actually down to our final few episodes of The Court Report. Yeah, I know it's sad. Another season reaching its end. Uh, How that will break down for us, we will figure out over the next couple of days and get back to you. Going to assume that we will have... A show next week, a show the week after for uh, to wrap up the uh, the hockey championships, and a show the week after to wrap up all the basketball championships, and that'll bring us to the end of the court report for the 2016-2017 season. So uh, we are quickly wrapping up, and uh, just as our show is about to. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Sunday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the court report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jam in the a.m. with Nachum Siegel, 6 to 9 a.m., live on the stream, NachumSiegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. If you haven't visited the Court Report fan page on Facebook, please do so and click the like tab. Let's get that number up. See you next week right here on the Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com